Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Throwing it down. Studio 34 in the bunker. In the pit of Studio 34. As Lou Pellegrino and company take over Studio A. We throw it down in the pit with Yang. And uh, we throw it down to Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Uh, Good stuff last night. Penn. Quaking, 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 making, making, making. Let's do it, Pen. Yeah, the Pen on the money line. Pen Quakers, <laughs> uh, Pen Quakers, Quaking. get it done last night. I tell you what, though, you know that just sort of helps us uh, get back uh, what we lost uh, with that Temple yeah. game against Villanova. But it's a grind. You're right. You're you right. know, I'll tell you what, though, as you saw, as my inputter, you you've seen um that uh, he inputted quite a lot quite a few losses uh, over the last week and a half or so a lot yeah. of bad beats bad breaks bad picks bad bad, bad breaks <laughs> uh, bad everything but last night we actually went to three and one good to get back in the winner's circle yeah it was great i told you uh, the nhl parlay that you did too that was probably two of the best picks on the board like those games weren't even close like washington smoked detroit and, yeah i should have uh, just laid a puck line parlay yeah, yeah either or either or. it's hard to do that though sometimes when you're losing you just want to get that winning feeling again so i think that's a, a really good start and uh it's a tough board tonight though like i looked at the nba and you know i'm thinking about taking the raptors against golden state but you know they smoked the clippers last night in hockey it's a dog's breakfast out there so maybe we'll go dancing with the uh, college basketball again gabe it's a light night in college basketball. Don't forget, it's a uh, it's a revenge spot yep. uh, for the Golden State Warriors. Raptors uh, beat the Warriors True. two weeks ago. And, um, you know, the score looked kind of close, but if you remember, the Raptors were dominant, and, and they, they took the pedal off the medal in the fourth quarter. Golden State went on a run. Uh, but it's a revenge spot for the Golden State Warriors, who now are near at uh, full strength, and they're going to be adding uh, Boogie Cousins uh, into the mix uh, shortly uh, as well. We've got a full house here. Uh, in the pit, as you can uh, tell in the background, Cam. <laughs> oh, I can always tell. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it always sounds like you got a party on Wednesday afternoon, buddy, before you hit the machine. Lots of humans, then the computer. Yeah, we need Yang to step up and start throwing uh, throwing, his, like, throwing some punches. We ain't going to make some pesos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's rapping. I don't know if he's throwing punches. Yeah, Yang's got to step up. <laughs> you got to shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, too many people in the pit. There are too many people Shut talking. your lip. Shut your lip. You're in the pit. Shut your lip. Morenzi's here. Have a beer. Beat it, chumps. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the hell you say, but you got to get him out of the building, or we're not going to make those pesos. Yeah, well, well, well said. <laughs> well, well, well said. Yeah. So Lou's going to try to help us get some pesos. 
Yeah, and uh, speaking of pesos, actually, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez, uh, one of the world's best boxers. He's actually staying uh, in the hotel here. Nice. So oh, he's one of the yeah, he's that's big time. Wow. Yeah, team team <laughs> Alvarez uh, is in the building. Uh, I'm not sure we'll be able to get him on the radio show though, Cam. We'll do our best. Yeah, I got a feeling uh, he might pass. <laughs> so it'd be great, though. It'd be really nice if you said, "Hey, man, you want to come on the radio show for a few minutes?" And they actually did it, but. Uh, uh, I don't know what the odds on that one to come on. Uh, I think you're a big underdog, but I yeah. hope it works for you. Yeah, yeah. Like I got, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Cowboy Cerrone to come on once the night before. Oh, fight, nice. Yeah, yeah. That that's it's a little bit different. Hell, I think Cowboy Cerrone might have been fighting that night. It was one of those deals. I don't remember. I think you were there actually. It was at Mandalay Bay, and oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it was when we had Uriah Faber and, uh, you know, we had all those fighters on. <laughs> Uriah Faber was the best. I remember, remember that? Like, I, I was driving the car. I had a Gatorade with two casts, and I drove it over the me. That guy had great stories, man. Uh, Uriah, Uriah Faber. <laughs> he was hilarious, man. Yeah, the Uriah <laughs> Faber story is that, uh, yeah, like Uriah Faber was with us, and he had cast on both arms, right? So, like, it really sucked. So it's almost like a movie, you know what I mean? Like, he had, like, both of his arms were broken type thing. Except, like, he was drinking beer with one of them, and he was sort of, like, lifting it up. And, like, so he's – so I said to him, I said, man, you all right, bro? Like, yeah, I see you got cast on both your arms. He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm getting better. He goes, I'm getting better. But he goes, just a couple of days ago, though, he goes, I, I was in Sacramento, and uh, I was driving my car. And uh, he, so he shows, like, how he's driving his car, like, with his arms and the cast, right? <laughs> so he goes, I was driving my car, and uh, he goes, I, try, I was trying to open a Gatorade. <laughs> so he's driving with the cast, and he tried to open a Gatorade, like, with a bottle under his chin type thing. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, so, like, he's like, imagine just Uriah Faber driving along in two casts trying to open a Gatorade at the so- same time. Anyways, he, he fender benders someone at a light. Nothing serious. Like, he, he yeah. bumped into someone. Like, boom. He bumped in. Except he bumped into, like, a pickup truck. And the guy was, like, a raving nut job, like, cowboy dude that got out. <laughs> the guy was a big dude. So the guy gets out and goes, get out of the car. And he starts freaking out at Uriah Faber. Uh, Uriah Faber gets out of the car, and Buddy starts, like, threatening him and stuff. He says, I'm going to kick the crap, crap out of you, you little piece of whatever. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? He starts, like, really going off like he's going to come at Uriah Faber. So Faber, you know, tells the story, but uh, he puts the Gatorade down. <laughs> he's like, he puts the Gatorade down, and Faber's like, you know, I didn't want to do this, but he goes, I got no arms either, right? He goes, I got no hands. I can't really throw. <laughs> but he goes, I was getting ready to kick the guy in the head, so... As they're standing there, Faber sort of goes into a stance type thing, and traffic stops, and people start yelling, kick his ass, Uriah, kick the <laughs> shit out of him. And everyone stops, and everyone knows who he is. It's Sacramento, too, right? He, you know, he's, he's from there. He trains in the area. So he's a big celebrity there. So everyone knows who he is, except this idiot, obviously. And the guy just says, uh, are you uh, one of them uh, UFC fighters? He's like, watch where you're going. He gets back in his car, drives <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing, too. Even even when you're in Vegas, too, like you said, a game, like all those California plates there, man, it's unbelievable. Like when you know somebody from Cal, it's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? It's like it's a, just a get-together place for uh, a party. And the, that's nice. These these jokers from L.A. just go to Vegas for the weekend. It's only three hours away. Good times. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I, I don't know if everyone from California knows each other. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I said they know Faber though. If you if you looked and saw Faber, most people would know him. I think he's got that look too, like the golden kind. He's kind of like a golden boy. Like he's a good looking dude too. Like you know what I mean? Most people would know who he is. I think. Like if you ran into him, it's don't you it's, think? it's happened to me. I was on a bus once in Los Angeles, and some crazy dude started talking to me and my mother. Actually, my mother was visiting me, and like the guy was like just some nut job on a bus. He starts saying, like, uh, he's like, oh, Canada. I know people from Canada. And uh, he starts, like, dropping names and stuff. He's like, do yeah, you know so this yeah, person? Yeah, I know everybody from you know Canada. person? <laughs> well, I swear to God, he actually hit someone I knew. That you knew. <laughs> it was the most <laughs> twisted thing ever. He's like, yeah, I live on that DeCary Street in Montreal. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I actually know who this guy's talking about. Like, I was like, what, does every crazy person in the world, like, is there some, like, secret crazy person association that they all know each other? Oh, it's unbelievable. I went to visit my dad in the hospital, and I go in the ward there, and everyone's like, hey, Cam, how's Gabe doing? Like, I'm like, my mom's like, you know these people? Like, you know what I mean? They're staying there. Like, they all know us from old uh, TV days at the school. They're going, how's Marantia? Oh, he's living in New York City now. Oh, good for him. Good for him. My, 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 my mom in here, we're looking, going, how do you know all these guys? Hey, small world, baby. It's, like, it's a small world out there. Like, it was crazy. They're asking how you were doing, yeah, too. Trust me. Yeah. I just uh, just had a conversation <laughs> about, uh, about that. You never know who's listening, watching, tuning in. True. True, and uh, and checking your tweets or, or anything like that, you know, it's always surprised. Look, you know, Mike Blewett's at the College Hall of, Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, he brings me up. And Dickinson's like, oh yeah, 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 the the the, the edgy guy from Toronto. <laughs> like, like, I don't, know. I don't know. I didn't know that Dickinson. I never interviewed Dickinson uh, over the years before. Uh, so yeah, Lou Lou uh, from Gamble will will join us here this evening. Um, we mentioned a board here tonight. Lighter night in college uh, tonight. We got Chattanooga and uh, Georgia State, Columbia and Boston College, UMass and Temple. You know that's one I wouldn't mind kicking the tires. Yeah, on. should yeah. Temple be ten point favorites? I don't want to take UMass, Gabe. This isn't the Marcus Camby uh, Minutemen. I don't know about that. Yeah, and every time, i got to be honest with you, Temple's a lot like the Carolina Panthers now. They're almost on the band list. Every time we take that team and stuff, it doesn't go well. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't trust Temple link points. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, Temple, you know, Temple, dude, they're three and five against the spread. They're money burners. They are. Uh, it was crazy. Some guy that I know, it's like uh, one of Corey's buddies. Like, you, you, everybody's got a guy that knows, uh, like, college basketball. You know what the crazy thing was? Guess what game Guess what game he likes tonight? The Gamecocks. But we're not talking about South Carolina playing. We're talking about Jacksonville State. It's like, oh, wait, look ahead game for Wichita State. They got a big game over the weekend, whatever. They're getting eight points. And, I don't know, Penn was an eight-point dog yesterday. I don't know if I want to lock, go lock and loaded with, uh, you know, Jacksonville State. <laughs> the Gamecocks against the hey the Shockers are only four and four though like you know what I mean they're not the same Wichita State team that used to like kick ass you know they're not the same they're not as good as they once no, were no they're not they're not and uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll hit that we got Lipscomb and uh, Louisville tonight Deville laying eleven points it's an interesting game Louisville are actually those six and two against the spread this year but I'll tell you what you look at UMass 
UMass are six and four on the season. Um, Temple are seven and two. All right, so Temple have won one more game than they have. But if you look at UMass and uh, you, let, let's look at the rivalry between these two teams. All right, uh, they play twice a year every year. Last year they played in uh, at uh, Amherst. Uh, UMass won uh, seventy to sixty-seven. UMass uh, beat them in Philadelphia, seventy-nine seventy-four. Year before that, 83-82. Uh, 77-71. Game before that, 90-88. Game before that, overtime. Both two two overtimes in a row. 73-67. Uh, we have to go all the way back to 2010 that there's been a margin of victory of more than nine points between these two teams. The point spread is 10. Give me the UMass Minutemen. Yeah. I almost want to bet against Temple just for screwing us, too. Go UMass. <laughs> I don't like to, uh, yeah. Tell what's Temple done for us other than it cost us money. No, I'm not, why would why would you be like ten points with Temple? Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah what no, a, and you're saying yeah, rivalry game. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of points. It seems like a lot of points. Give us the give us the owl sound. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Screw the owl. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I can get a Minuteman sound, actually. We might have to play like a yeah, porn. Yeah, no, no, Minuteman would be that, like... That's like a like, porn. Like load, yeah, loading yeah, so, the musket. So, sorry, or, honey. Or, yeah, or ear, ear, ear. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, oh, sorry, baby. Yeah, sorry. Oh, 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 baby. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Rough night last night. Yeah, yeah something my, like my, that. My, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Ooh, oh, jeez. <laughs> like it just it goes to prove like where Michelle Serpico's mind is at. She heard us talking about college basketball a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my boy Pete Annapolis comes on, and he's actually he was an assistant coach with UMass. I said, yeah, the UMass Minutemen. And she's like, hold on, the Minutemen? She's like, that's the name of their team? And she's like, that's a horrible <laughs> name. She's like, I don't like Minutemen. And uh, now, now it's just sort of stuck uh, since, uh, uh, since then. then. She asked Pete, we asked Pete Annapolis, are you a minute man? He said, no, no, I go to every game with me goes to overtime. <laughs> overtime! <laughs> In overtime! Hey, uh, so Pete comes on the morning show now. Cool, cool. You talk basketball with him. Old friend, that's good. You get to still talk to Pete. That's great. He's uh, doing pretty well for himself, eh, Gabe? Yeah, Pete, uh, yeah, he actually is. After all these years, uh, he's getting his uh, just due uh, for all of his hard work and knowledge in the basketball world, but... Yeah, he's got a nice gig. You know, he's on uh, he's on RDS television doing the NBA. That's great. And um, you know those gigs. You know they're not paying him fifty yep. bucks a game, right? No, exactly, exactly. Quebec he's doing pay, well. The, the Quebec they pay pretty well too, in 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 the uh, in in the, in the, in French the media, media world. Oh yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Well, basically, he's like. Uh, well, like the Leo Routens of, uh, you know, he does uh, the obviously Syracuse grad. He was doing Raptor games and stuff, and Pete gets to do the games for RDS. So he's he's there's a, big a guy. Leader. He's on their he's on their panel. There's a guy in Montreal. His name Ron Fournier, and uh, he used to be an NHL referee. And uh, yeah, Ron Fournier. He, yeah, yeah, then, oh, yeah, yeah. I know that name. Yep. Yeah, he's a big time talk show host. So he used to be a big. Uh, he was he was a referee in the NHL. And he retired, and he became like a, a media guy in Montreal, in Quebec. And he's got he's got a his own show. And I, you know, he I was making like you know in in the fifty sixty type thing. And he told me that he he said you know, he goes if you if you were on French radio you'd be making six fifty. 
And it's it's true. Like they they make like ten times the amount of what like the English media makes. It's it's over the top the money you know, on on that side of things. Because the ratings are just so big. Like the TV yep. shows are so big. The radio shows. Your number share is so massive. You're under a lot of pressure, and they're in that market. You're expected to really, really be pretty over the top. Like, you better have controversy, and you better rip people. <laughs> like, no, no I'm, I'm just telling you. Like, the the English side of things are a bunch of wusses. Like, I was the craziest one, but that's why all the French media guys love me because I was like the the crazy one. But just to put it in context, man, like when Saku Koivu had um, when Saku Koivu had cancer. Montreal Canadian captain player had cancer. He was in the hospital, and he didn't want any media at all. You know, you know, like respect my privacy. Yeah. You know, and you figure out right, the guy's in in the hospital with cancer, getting chemo. I mean, yeah, he should probably lay off, right? No, no. The Journal de Montréal cam did the old ambush. The photographer dressed, put the old hospital gown on. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's dedication. Yeah, no, no. That's like right out of the British England, England like soccer. It's the same type of thing in Montreal, like Quebec. It's like, no, no, we're getting a picture of you, bro, whether you like it or not. So, no, no, like they snuck into the hospital room, got a picture of him in his bed. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, and then they even argued whether it was, like, ethical or not. They were like, what do you mean that's wrong? Like, they were like, no, no, he's, he's the captain of the Canadians. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Visit today. Game time decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci. Great record at Cam Stewart. Throwing it down. LouGamblu.com will join us. Uh, we talk MMA and football and uh, gambling and, uh, and all kinds of stuff uh, yeah. with Lou. Um, yet uh, we got news, actually, as far as the UFC is concerned. Uh, the UFC is canceled. UFC has canceled only their third card ever. It's only happened twice before, Cam, where they've announced a, a card and then they, they shut it down. Yeah, you, you kinda, I kind of look at them like the way you look at golfers. They're going to put something together. They want to get paid. Yeah, you know, they're, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, uh, well, they're, they're, UFC is a lot like me. The show must go on, right? Like the UFC, like, yeah, they don't screw around. Like for them to cancel something, it must have really been a pain in the ass for them. Um, so, uh, yeah, the scheduled UFC 223 uh, that was uh, scheduled to take place January the 26th in Anaheim, California, 
has been canceled, according to Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Um, it marks the second time in two years that the city of Anaheim has lost out um, in which a card has been canceled, uh, but only the third time in UFC history, uh, actually, uh, that uh, a full card uh, has actually been uh, nullified. Uh, UFC, well, UFC is off table. UFC 234 will go along. UFC 233 joins UFC 151 and 176 in being canceled outright from the company's list of events. I don't know if you remember, it was years ago, um, John Jones was supposed to fight somebody. I forget who the hell it was. Maybe it was Anthony Johnson. Jones was supposed to fight somebody, and the dude got injured and couldn't fight. Yeah. And Chael Sonnen stepped up and said, I'll fight John Jones. <laughs> That's great. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and John Jones said no. John Jones said, I ain't fighting some guy fighting week, yeah, on a week notice. He said, I'm not doing that. I'm not fighting anyone else. And uh, they had to cancel the card. And they made John Jones look like the real bad guy. They made it seem like he was scared of Chelsea and stuff. And uh, they had to cancel the card. So it's extremely rare, especially for them to cancel a card this far ahead of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. They don't, they don't have a main event. I guess every main event they wanted just wouldn't work, fell through. They didn't have a main card. And it's too bad because there's a lot of good fights on the card that will get filtered through now on the cards. But, you know, hey, it's business. But it just goes to show, like, the changes in the UFC in which before it would have been over Dana White's dead body or they canceling the card, right? Yep. Now he's got $800 million, and he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I can just imagine him saying, <laughs> there's only so much I'm going to jump. There's only so many hoops I'm going to jump through. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. they're like, screw it. And it's so, you know, they think of the big thing now. They're like, whatever, man. It's just this stupid card. It's not there. Um, and, you know, they're worried about, like, having three, four massive cards in a year that they make big money from. That's their new business model. What the city of Anaheim ever done? If it, That doesn't seem like a good percentage. Three are canceled and two are in your city? That's bad luck. <laughs> uh, it happens. Yeah, it, it, it happens. Yeah, you know, the, the UFC's never really never really been in love with that market with Los Angeles. Like when you consider how big of a market it is, they're not they don't they're not in LA that often. You know what I mean? Like they they they'll be in LA like once a year, sometimes twice a year, like maybe an LA card and then a um and uh and an Anaheim card type thing, right? It's not yeah, Well, they go to Vegas, right? They, that, that's yeah. their hot spot for the Southwest. They, exactly. Everything's in Vegas. Exactly. They they have control of the arena in Vegas. They you know they run. That's their city and stuff. It's a hell of a lot easier for them to do it. Hey Gabe, uh, I also uh, I set up a guest. I don't usually do that. I got uh, Griff's coming on. Uh, I wanted to bring him on today, but he's coming tomorrow to talk about the expos on the show. Oh, good stuff. I got I got a, I got a hold I got a hold of him. He's pretty busy doing a lot of every stuff. Might have some, some news in a couple of weeks about a new position too. He might be vying for a big big, big position. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I was thinking whale capper tomorrow. We usually have him, but he, he said four forty five. So we'll do a quick hit with him, and then we'll uh, talk to whale capper about your Carolina bet. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, sure will. Yeah, man, I, I, I know this guy's. It's unbelievable. It's I'll, ta- unbelievable. I'll talk to Whale Capper and get his uh, get his uh, p- get his email. information. Get, get his email. <laughs> yeah. PayPal. Bank transfer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, we're, we're going. We're going PayPal. PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta pay. Yeah, you do. You do. You made the bad. I was very brash about it. It's on video. Yeah, you know? yeah, it is. 
Even is. though I've been like it's happened to you, I made a bet with someone else uh, on video, and uh, in the same sense, I didn't get paid. So I don't want to be that guy, right? I'm gonna. I made the bet. I challenged him to the bet. Listen, we haven't lost yet, but I need the Panthers to win their last three games. Yeah, exactly. No, and I and me and you have made bets with. I remember former viewers at the station that we're at. There's guys who owe me thousands of dollars combined. I've never seen. I've never seen a cent. But when I lost, I mailed out money. So yeah, it's just kind of the way it goes as a host, I guess. But Will Capper's an honest guy. He would have paid you. Yeah, I'd, no, I'd, uh, Will Will Capper uh, would have. And um, yeah, we don't have a problem. We made the bet. It is what it is. Like I said, we haven't lost yet. We need to win three games in a row right now. So I'm not. I'm not expecting to, but. Yeah, we're 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 hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all you can do, buddy. Hope for the best. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, they got to play the Saints twice. Hopefully, the uh, the Saints can uh, patch something up. That'd be nice. I'm looking right now, just information about the Expos, because um, you know the whole the whole Tampa Bay stuff, and uh, you know Twitter's sort of blown up about this. So I just punch in, and I see here an article it's written by. Uh, it's written by Jeff Blair, so it's pretty much a waste oh. of time. I don't know when I read this. <laughs> what a tool this guy is. Oh, it's unbelievable. All right, let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What's he say? That's uh, yeah, pretty much a bunch of uh, a whole bunch of... Uh, Speculation? Yeah, it's a whole bunch of just sort of nothing that we already know. He's got no insight yeah, yeah. to anything. Yeah, no, there's no insight. Jeff Blair, exactly. Jeff Blair used to be in Montreal as well. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. He's probably buddies with Griff, so I, I shouldn't say. Uh, too I, don't, much. I actually, I'm gonna be honest, with you, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not buddies, but that's okay. It's it's cool, friend. It's cool. Um, you know, I don't want. I I I don't get my hopes up. Yeah. I don't get my hopes up about these things. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I, I believe the Expos will be back eventually, you know. I remember when they left, I said they'd be back um, when um, when I was, like, uh, 70 years old or something, like 80 years old. <laughs> like, I remember I said, I was like, you know, I said, don't worry. I said, the Expos will be back, but it'll be, like, in, like, 40 years or something, you know, 30 years. And I basically brought up, you know, Washington, who got the team, had the team before, and, you know, you look to Cleveland. Cleveland lost the Browns, and Baltimore lost the Colts. Cities lose teams. They end up going back in new incarnations or whatever. So, you know, I didn't think it would happen this fast, but, you know, I am not getting any younger, to be honest with you. Right? So No, we're not. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not shocked. It's going to happen eventually. I don't know if it'll be exactly the raise, but, you know, it's up to the guy in Tampa right now. You know, I mean, he can stay if he wants to. I don't see why you'd want to stay in Tampa in that situation all the way to 2027, hoping that Florida builds a baseball stadium in 2024. I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath as far as that's concerned. Now they got to get out of there. Like, that's the thing. You talk about Montreal. What about Tampa Bay? That place has been a train wreck. It's the worst stadium in baseball. God, it makes uh, the old Sky Dome look like a great facility. Like, you want to talk about, like, still playing balls off rafters? And, like, Tropicana's a joke. Like, it's a straight-up joke. That team, they don't get anybody there. You think even seniors, you know, some, uh, you know, snowbirds would go there to watch the game. They don't care. Who's their best fan? Nails, Hulk Hogan's buddy. He's the only guy who shows up at the Rays games. He's still got his Wade Boggs jersey. Like, there, there's nobody there, Gabe. There's nobody there. No, they, they, no. It's time for Tampa Bay to go. Like, there, there's. it's not going to get better. I don't see a vision 
where it can get better. A new stadium would not help them. There's nothing in that market to say, hell, the Tampa Bay Lightning are actually doing good in that. Like, that's like no one cares about the Tampa Bay race. It's, it's over. Like, yeah, it'd be great to bring Montreal back. No, baseball ne- has never caught on in Florida. Nope. Uh, you know, it, it never, the Miami Marlins have never really done well. They did okay when they were winning World of World Series, yep. et cetera. But, you know, they thought with the Cuban, the Cuban, um, the amount of Cubans in and just Latinos in uh, in South Florida, they thought, well, it'd be a, baseball would be a good fit. But, you know, to be honest, I think most of the the – the Hispanics in Florida prefer soccer uh, than, than baseball, yeah. right? You'd be better off with an M- MLS team. Beckham, like you'll see the MLS team will be off the hook there. Baseball, eh. And you saw, dude, like uh, that stadium that we went to. No one's going there every night for baseball. You get killed out there. Um, it's a horrible neighborhood. Then they moved the oh, yeah. thing. They, they got a new baseball stadium. They put it in Little Havana. And, you know, people aren't going. It's not like there's, you know bunch of cubans on the team or anything like that and you know like um there's a million canadians cam in california a million yeah there's literally a million canadians all right in california and um there um there was at least all right and the the owner of the la kings was canadian the original owner that jack can't cook dude yeah and uh, the L.A. Kings used to struggle. And he goes, I don't understand. There's like a million Canadians uh, in California. And uh, somebody said to him, yeah, they're all here because they didn't like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, that's, that's like, they, they, yeah they, they left Canada because they didn't like hockey. They had, they had some other uh, other sports that they actually they probably just wanted to get away from hockey. They, they like the sunshine and the California lifestyle. Like, see, see you later. Like, look, like, what was, what's the, what was the name of the state? What was the name of the arena in L.A. before? Now it's the Staples Center. The Great Western Form. I went there. Uh, yeah, the I, I, saw, I saw two games there. Well, my mom was yeah, working the four, uh, in California. Yeah, it was he a, ripped it, was it off from the, yeah. the Montreal Form. Yeah, it's actually funny. Yeah, the it Great is. Western that's what form. his name like, Montreal He's, he's Canadian, Jack Can't Cook. So, like, yeah. he wanted, like, a form. You know what I mean? He didn't want the garden. You know what I mean? It could have, you know, L.A. had the garden. Boston had the garden. Uh, Chicago, Chicago Stadium, they called it. Um, so, yeah, he, you know, he went with the form. But, yeah, he was real sort of Canadian, you know, like he sort of, you know, he when he was with the L.A. Kings. But the L.A. Kings were a joke for years, dude, right? Oh, when I went for, to see them, long, buddy, long, long time. They, they were horrible. And also, when we, we went there, it was like they had like a tribute to old Kings. So it was like Rogi Vashon night yeah, yeah. And, and Marcel Dion night. So it's me and my family. Dave Taylor. Yeah, yeah, they're playing the Calgary Flames, right, in Hakon Loop. I remember. The stadium was empty. Like, I'll never forget. I was a kid. I walked to every seat there. I'm like, see ya. I like talking to my parents. Sat down to the guy. Like, there was nobody there. It was a ghost town. That was when they were in purple and gold. Yeah, like, the hockey experiment back then, like, they, it, was, it was a disgrace, actually. No, no one was there. No, no, they didn't, uh, they didn't do well. And, um, you know, well, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like 3,000 people there or anything. But it was bad, though. It was real bad. Yeah, it, it was for, it was awful. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. But, yeah, you're right. It was pretty much the Wayne Gretzky stuff. You know, Wayne Gretzky brought hockey to the West Coast and changed the, you know, if you look really, you know, San Jose, Arizona, Las Vegas, all that's because of Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky deserves all the credit for that. Well, he got traded there. It is what it is. But, 
you know, just embracing Los Angeles like he did. Their jerseys when they when they went black, they looked like yeah. the Raiders, black and silver. Uh, man, like the, the L.A. Kings were, they were a sports phenomenon at that time. It was right around the era of the Fab Five, too, right? So you had the Fab Five, the L.A. Kings. Yeah. It was it was over the top, like the, the sports merchandise and brands and stuff in that era. And they were successful, too. You said it. Like Gretzky went there, and the craziest thing, what even intensified thing is when uh, hair helmet Kerry Fraser actually helped the Kings beat the Leafs, and then they got to meet your beloved Montreal Canadiens in the Stanley Cup final. Like you could you could argue that uh, series against Toronto that was insane hockey. Like yeah, they, that that was that brought regular people who thought it was cool, and everybody was into it in LA. Then the movie stars got into it. It became the cool thing to do. Like oh, we got to go watch the Kings. Well, I we remember go see the great one. I remember in Montreal. Well, I've told the story many times. People would know it. I don't need to repeat it as far as the Stanley Cup yeah. and. Yeah. Me, I used to sell tickets in those days. So um, I used to say I was a scalper, and uh, I had 24 tickets to the Stanley Cup Finals. I didn't know who they were going to be playing. The Canadians were in already. I didn't know who they were going to be playing. And, like, I waited outside, and I paid other people to wait outside all night type of deal, you know, outside the Ticketmaster. So I got 24 tickets, and... If it would have been the Leafs, I would have gotten a thousand dollars a ticket. So yeah, think about that: thousand sure. dollars a ticket in nineteen ninety three. Man, I only paid thirty six bucks a ticket too. They were standing room thirty six bucks for Stanley Cup final tickets. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, twenty four thousand dollars a dime a ticket. Or you're oh. you're thirty six. Yeah, you're making like twenty three like twenty three grand. I was only twenty three oh years God. old. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, man. Like I wasn't a Leaf fan, but I nearly cried that night too. Like, I, I was freaking pissed, bro. Like, oh, so, so was I. I actually had no choice. Like, uh, as even as a youngster, I wasn't that dumb. Like, I, I, I had to hedge. I bet. I bet on the Kings that night. And I remember, I was like, man, I have to bet on the Kings tonight. I don't have a choice because if the Leafs win, I'm rich. Right? So, I put, yeah, I put exactly. like, I put like, 1200 bucks or something at the time. I, of course, I put, like, everything I had pretty much at the time, like, on the Kings that night, and I was pissed they won, though. I won the bet, but I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't win. You know, I was, like, winning winning the battle but losing the war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Correct. Oh, exactly. And I was like, son of a bitch. And then I tried to convince myself. I was like, all right, it's Wayne Gretzky. But the thing is, dude, Word got out. Like, I was just a dumb, like, young scalper. Like, I was in a kingpin. So, word got out amongst the other scalper dudes that I had 24 tickets. And I had one dude offer me $750 a ticket. But it, was, good. it wasn't like deal or no deal. And we actually had Howie Mandel on today, Cam. We'll get that in a second. <laughs> um, but it wasn't like, I'll give you $750 right now. He told me, he said, listen, if it's the Leafs, I'll give you $750 per ticket for 24 tickets. Dude, that's like $17,000 cash in an envelope. As a 23-year-old. Oh, oh, I'd lose my uh, mind. Yeah, I was, you know what I mean? I was like, this is going to be awesome. And because the, the media was going crazy. Imagine, Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs, Stanley Cup Finals. So they asked, like they were on the street, how much are the tickets going to cost? And they were basically, like, saying, it'll be $5,000 to sit in, like, the good seats. It's $1,000 to get in a building. Right? $1,000 to get in a building. So I had the $1,000 seats type thing. 
And I wasn't going to sell them because I was like, I'll hustle on the street and I'll see if I can get even more than a thousand. So when the LA Kings came, it was a battle cam. I had to hit the streets. And Hard work. Yeah. How much do you Slug think I got a ticket? Couple hundred. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got anywhere from seventy-five dollars <laughs> to uh, like one ninety-five, and then the game five, the clincher, I got offered five hundred bucks for my last ticket, and I rejected it. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Our main man, Big Cat, uh, called in. Big Cat said he's sending us a pizza. Pizza? Yeah. What, me and you? Well, that's the thing. No, he's sending the, <laughs> New, the New York crew. I, I think he oh. might. I think Big Cat doesn't realize you're not here with us. I, <laughs> I told him in a direct message. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in New York. <laughs> that's the best. You get the pizza. I was actually going to go to the Colonel tonight anyway. We're getting a uh, craving. I got a craving. Yeah, even the guys in the pit, they're like, oh, pizza, is it coming right now? They're like, no, Friday. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all like, oh, what does that do for yeah, us? Yeah, you're right. Friday. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, getting, uh, we're getting spoiled here. On Sunday, we were complaining. Listen, there used to be a dollar slice place right underneath the studio called Two Brothers. Except, you know, there wasn't a lot of cheese on the pizza can. We'll put it that way. It was basically, See, I got a... No- it was it's tomato a big scam sauce. now. It was yeah, tomato I don't like sauce. that. Hey. I don't like that. I, I got to tell you, Marenzi, I got a real issue. Sorry to interrupt. This is what they're doing now, right? This is what, what this is what the problem is. All these big chains, everybody, it doesn't matter, mom and pop shops, cheese is like gold now. And I'll tell you, once I order, I even went to uh, uh, to Domino's because ha- I get the emails from them, right, because I'm on like a preferred customer list when I ordered and all this other crap. Extra cheese is two toppings, and it's still like regular cheese in the old days. You're like, right. Yeah, yeah, two-topping pizza. No, I said, sir, why is extra cheese? Oh, it's very expensive, blah, 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 blah. But I've noticed since I've ordered extra cheese, it's not really like more cheese than it was before. they got a real good cheese scam going at pizza pie shops now. Be careful, everybody. And it's really expensive, man. Like, two ingredients? Come on. Well, I don't know if it's a scam, cheese scam, but I just think cheese is more expensive now. It is. You know what a but, scam is? Is um, you know what a good business to get into? Fixing elevators. Oh yeah, yeah. My buddy works for uh, Tyson Group uh, or whatever. They're the biggest elevator company ever. Yeah, the guy makes it, he makes it hand over fist. Yeah. When elevator, you did like, and and then you get called like, think about it on the holidays and stuff like that. These condo units and everybody, they gotta pay you. You name your price. It's kind of like being a guy who snakes toilets and drains, like like plumbers. Dude, they can make a killing. Roto Rooter, good get, good gig. There's too. like one company in Toronto that fixes elevators. Like there's like a five six month waiting list. Correct. I'm not talking. I'm not you know a little part. I'm talking like you know. Apart, apartment buildings, yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, office towers, you know, bigger condos, etc. 
Um, you know, the, those guys, it's insane. And same thing here, too. Same thing in New York. There's very few companies that fix elevators. Like, uh, that, that's the big scam to get into the elevator. I'm sure it's the mob, though. You can't get into it. I'm sure they're, they're not going <laughs> to let you jump into that. My buddy works for I'm not sure. Like, he's not a member of the mob, but uh, his boss might be. Uh, <laughs> you, you said it, though. Like, no, they're, the, guy, the guys that I know, and I talk to other people about it, too, like, there's always elevators breaking down, and it's a license to print money. Because you basically, in a certain situation, you can name your cost. What are you going to do? Not get it fixed? You have to, right? So you got the person by the balls in the building with all those people. And if you wait too long for a better deal, the people will attack you. They'll, they'll go bananas. So you got to get it fixed. Great call. Um, the, uh, the NBA uh, the NBA has um, made some custom jerseys. It's an opportunity, you know, for they love, you know, people love alternate jerseys in today's day and age, right? Sure do. Yeah, everyone likes alternate jerseys. So ju- uh, just I'm not a time. real big fan. Just I'm in not time. A big fan I retweeted them. Yeah, did you see this? So, uh, well, the what the Seattle Seahawks? What the neon you, green? You, you wouldn't catch me dead in that jersey. Like that, that's for children. Like it, it actually really bothers me. That's one thing as a Seahawk fan, and I'll talk to the king. Like I got beautiful old jerseys. Like, I had a Cortez Kennedy jersey, a Steve Largent dirt jersey, touchdown Tommy Kane, John L. Williams. Like, the old beautiful blue with, uh, you know, now his name's Blitz the Seahawk. I used to call him Sammy the Seahawk was on the side. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the beautiful the, the silver neon, helmet. The neon, I hate it. I hate the it. The neon jersey is, um, it looks like an arena football. It doesn't look like all top. Like, remember we were talking about, like, we were saying, like, the Seattle hockey team, their name. And we were joking, hey, the, someone like the, the Sasquatch was on the list. And we said, hey, that's funny, <laughs> but sounds like the Arena Football League team. Or it sounds it like the, the AAA baseball team or the minor league hockey team. Doesn't sound like the professional sports team. And those Seahawks jerseys, man, they're just, I don't know, man. They look like, you know, they look like pylons. Like they look like air traffic, you know, like people that are like directing airplanes on the tarmac. No, it's no, it's it's honestly to a point of like I can understand you do third jerseys and it's cool. It's like disgusting. It looks like Neo, Neo, like uh, something from Mr. Burns at the at the nuclear plant puke. Like that that color is disgusting, and I don't know how anybody other than a child who's riding a big wheel would wear something like that. I I, I think Seattle's gone too far. Get rid of that thing. It blows. All right, Ken. I want to retweet this right now so you can see. So basically, and I'm I'm I guess I'm a mark here too. Uh, yeah, I'm a mark because I'm looking at a few of these jerseys and going, "Damn, I wouldn't mind buying that jersey." Like uh, that's that's that that's a pretty nice jersey. So uh, yeah, I just tweeted it out here. So it's the it's called the City Earned Edition uh, NBA jerseys, the Earned Edition. So basically, it's the teams that made the playoffs last year. It's the teams that you have to make the playoffs, and then they made like a custom jersey. It's sort of like for the holiday. You know, it's a reason to sell. Like, you think, no coincidence, they're coming out now, right? So, basically, exactly. like, you, you see the Raptors one. <laughs> very, very simple. I'm a Raptor fan, yet it doesn't make me want to buy it. It's too simple. And I, a lot of people like it. Like, the guys here looking at the Raptor jersey, we're like, oh, that's nice. That's cool. It's just, it's red and white and says north. It's all right. But it doesn't, to me, it's not like, oh, yeah, I got, I got to get that jersey. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now, Gary. Okay, Gary. Oh, know what? Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It seems like more like kind of it's okay, 
But I, I don't I don't like that as like a professional jersey. Yeah, it looks too. It's a little bit amateurish, to be honest with you. The Washington one looks good. District, like that looks pretty. I think the that one looks pretty, pretty cool. Rip City looks cool. Uh, I think the NOLA one should be Denver Nuggets when they used to have all those like the signs for minerals, like the old Denver Nuggets jersey. Why that? Why is there a rainbow? That's weird. Okay. Uh, Boston. You know the cool. You know like what? The, you know what the coolest one is? Cleveland one. Cleveland one sucks. That's ugly. Ugh. You know oh, what gross. the coolest one is? The Pacers one. Yeah, I was actually going to say I like the Pacers one too. That looks really good with the white and blue, and the trim looks really sharp. Houston's is pretty plain. Uh, G Town. I don't like. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I think San Antonio's is a little bit weak. The ja- the green Jazz not really down with. I, I don't mind Rip City. And oh, actually, I got another one for shittiest, too. That Wolves one should be thrown in the trash and burned. That's gross. Bottom third one to the right. Purple? What is that? Wolves? No, that's... Wait, uh... wait, it says Wolves. Yeah, it says Wolves. 32 Wolves. That's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, the Wolves, yeah. Well, you know, what about the pink one, the Miami one? Oh, it's horrible. Not horrible. Down. What is this, Miami Vice? No, no, chicks. I'm not down with the pink. Yeah, hey, that's chick jersey. Uh, Wolves jersey is actually a chick jersey. OKC's okay. I kind of like it. it's more like a Denver. Looks more like the Denver Broncos. Nola's weak. He looks, looks good. The Boston district goes good. Pacers is good. Right, listen, the Boston, the Boston Celtic one just looks like another Celtic jersey. It's like one of many Boston jerseys. Sort of looks like a Notre Dame Very jersey. True. The Cleveland ones, yeah, kind of lame. It's just you know. Very lame. Yeah, it's looks like I a don't golf. Even like it's, bucks. A, it's like a golf. The Milwaukee one's kind of cool. If you notice the Milwaukee one, I think they deliberately tried to make it look sort of like a soccer jersey. And, yeah. you know, there's sort of, you know, it looks like sort of like a, an African nation's flag on it a little bit for like the green. Yeah, Greek. it's okay. Well, it's the, old, it's the old Milwaukee Bucks. Remember their shorts used to be green, then light green, then whatever. Like that's that's a part of their, like they used to have that. That was their old trim. The Sixers, the, that jersey the there. Sixer one is Sixers all right, but it's just it looks like, like it, it sort of just looks like the jerseys they already wear. You know what I mean? It's not special. Yeah. The Pacer one is pretty sharp, in my opinion. The Pacer one is pretty sharp, and yes. it reminds me of the yes. old school Pacer days. You know, when when they were good in the playoffs and stuff. That jersey, uh, that one's not bad. The Miami one is cool if you're a chick. The pink one. Yeah. Uh, the north, the, the the north one's not bad. Nah, it's just it's like okay. it's too plain, like you said. It's like, yeah, it's like where's the leaf? Where's it's got? You're right. It's got to have more things on it. I like the trim of the day. I like the district one. I like the district. District look. Yeah. District's cool. Uh, Pacers the Jazz is cool, one's lame. and the other one, the Utah one's just there's I, nothing on it. Oh, it looks horrible. Rip City's good though. I told you the big, the the, the worst one, and the Spurs ones. I think is weak too. The San Antonio like one, one. Uh, it's got a weird print imprint on it. Uh, the Golden like State one is all right, but it's just sort of like what you already do all the time. Like it says town, exactly right. town. Yeah, we get it. The Houston one just looks like it just says Houston. Like there's nothing about it. There, yeah, yeah, that's not new. Rip City's cool. The OKC one, eh? You know, it's, I mean, okay. it's orange, whatever. The Wolves one is lame. Nice colors. And then the Nola, nah, I'm not down either. Like. Nola blows. That one blows, too. Like, honestly, the it best sucks. one to me, I hate to, you know, it's crazy because I'm not even enamored with the Raptor one, but the Raptor one's one of the better ones. I'd have to, in my own personal opinion, like I said, it's a personal taste, but we'll see what the crew yeah. says in the room here and on Twitter what you guys say. I'll rank mine Let's right see, now. Yang. I'm going to go. Yang. I, I'm gonna, What's yeah, your top gonna go, three? Uh, go, go each one. Like, which one are you going to go, wear? Yang. 
See, you like you like the you like the green ones? Man, Yang's going with the green ones. Nah, nah, nah. I'm gonna uh, go. Here's my ranking. I'm gonna go district one, uh, Pacers two, Rip City three, and uh, four. Can't really decide. Like which I one? The like I, you're four. not the right one to ask Cam. Like which one would you buy? Because you wouldn't buy any of them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm saying, all right. If you, know my, if you yeah, bought, if you, really which know. one would you buy? Which yeah. one would you put your cash yeah. up? You said, all right, I'm buying this jersey. Like, district. Like district. you don't have a choice. District. This is all they have in the store. Which one are you buying? And yeah, you guys, it's not even about basketball? fandom, yeah. about which team. It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, which is the slickest jersey? District. Yang, and I, and Yang all, says and Rip City. Yeah, yeah. The Rip City one's pretty cool. I like cool. Rip City, too. It's my second choice. Rip City, it makes you think of a bong. Yeah, Rip City. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the best. Cam, you wouldn't buy one of these jerseys. You know what, Gabe? You're absolutely correct. Have you seen me in an undershirt? Yeah, I'm going to be wearing a basketball jersey. I, I look like a Sasquatch. No, I will not buy a jersey. And I'm one of those losers that wears T-shirts underneath jerseys. Cam, Cam guys buy, don't look Cam good in basketball jerseys. jerseys. No, white, yeah, guys, in, thin, white yeah. guys in general don't look good in basketball jerseys. If you're skinny, you do, because you're skinny and tall. If you're fat, yeah, you're right, like, I can big. pull it off a bit. Skinny people look fine. I tried, to buy, I, I, I tried to, to buy a Washington Bullets uh, jersey once, Cam. It didn't yeah, work. I look like a candy stripe sort of cane girl. Like, at, uh, <laughs> like I don't know, man. I don't like, know. It's certain jerseys, too. Like, the, uh, like I'm a big fan of the old school Houston Astros, you know, like the crazy colors. I love it, too. That one's good. Love it. Doesn't look good on white guys. You got to no, be doesn't. dark skin. the Padres. It's the pa- same Padres thing. The Padres like brown one. Pa- a white yeah. guy, I don't know, it looks weird. No. If you're a brother, yeah, you, you can get like away a with loser. it. Like, of course it's you can. like it's I don't know, there's certain jerseys. I'm telling you, it's like the Washington Wizard one or the bullets, the old school bullet one. It doesn't look good on a white guy. It just Buddy, doesn't. I have a raptor I have a raptor. See, this is the only show that'll call this stuff Calderon? like it is. Yeah, like yeah, if, yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. You get a Houston Astro old school jersey, you put it on Corey, yeah, yeah. it's gonna look good. You put it on Amazing. me or Cam, Cam's gonna look like a big popsicle. You know what I mean? I like, I, I, I don't even know what I'm going to look like. I'm going to look like a lampshade. Like, like I, My white head's like the, the light bulb. You know Buddy, what I'm saying? Like, I, we're going to look you. stupid. I'm telling you. I'm not saying I we're going to look. I just got a Brooklyn jersey. I can pull it off nice and black. It's a good jersey. I can pull off a black jersey look. Yet, I can't pull off some of those jerseys. Otherwise, I'd have it. You don't think I'd already have? I'd have one of those old uh, McDonald's San Diego Padre jerseys. <laughs> I can't pull off anything. I got a gift. A guy gave me this big fat guy we used to work with gave me that Calderon jersey. I look like a clown. I don't even wear it out in public. Like I only wear it when I'm watching a yeah, Raptor you should game. Just you, know? give me, you should just give me that George Brett jersey. You can't fit in that anyways, can you? Uh, getting closer. I'm getting closer. I love that jersey too. Come on. That's one jersey I kind of look decent I know I got in. the Jim Brown jersey because of that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you the break. Yeah, that's the best. Nando, De, Nando DeFino says I won the contest, and uh, I'm too fat to get the jersey. You're like, don't worry, Gabe. Uh, don't, don't worry, Cam. I got a Modell's gift card. Yeah, I gave for it you. a gift card. Now you never use a gift card. Yeah. I got to take the gift card back now. I'll buy the gift. I'll buy the. I'll buy the gift card back from you. I, I was just at Modell's earlier today. All right, listen. We got. How about you we buy got, something? Yeah, well, tell buy me something for me there. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no. You know what? They got. Uh, yeah, yeah. They got Ranger jerseys. All right, we're gonna go to Tom here. Because uh, we got Lou coming up in like four minutes. Uh, Tom uh, Long Island's going to step up in it right now. What's up, Tom? What's up, fellas? How are you? Uh, I've got two picks. I uh, just want to get some opinions. I don't know if you covered them yet. I just uh, got home from work. 
No, um, we didn't I jump into the picks yet. We're going to, though. Okay. So, yeah, I was looking actually uh, on, t- on Twitter. Teddy Coverage actually gave a free pick of Brooklyn Nets tonight. Uh, I know you just got like your Brooklyn jersey, so I want to get your opinions on that. And what about uh, University of Houston? Mind you saying, yeah, uh, I kind of like that that game, too. They are home, but they are playing LSU. Well, you're cutting out a little bit, Tom, but we heard we heard the questions uh, here. You know what? I like the I like the Brooklyn Nets uh, tonight, Cam. I'm looking at it, and you know it's funny because originally I thought I'm like, damn, Philadelphia 76ers only seven point favorites against the Brooklyn Nets. Why are they only seven point favorites, Cam? You know what I mean? Because the Nets yeah. are good. The Nets are competitive. Plus, Jimmy Butler's out uh, tonight, and let's Huge. let's look at the last few times that these guys have played each other, dude. Uh, here it is. The 76ers and Nets have split a pair of matchups at the Barclays Center this year. Well, Philadelphia beat Brooklyn on November 25th on Jimmy Butler's buzzer beater. Yeah, buzzer beater. Uh, close games. Um, how about this? The Brooklyn Nets have cashed in five of their past uh, seven meetings against the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Brooklyn's riding a three-game ATS uh, win streak right now. I'm telling you, man, and I talked about this coming into the year. I'm an idiot. When we went to the game, we even said Nets will cover against the Raptors. You want really? You want to know, Cam? All you need to know about us: the Raptors have won yeah. six of their last seven road games. The one road game yep. they lost, the game I go to. I yeah, and you lost one hundred and six to one hundred and five. Yeah, exactly. One hundred and six, one hundred and five overtime. Good work. Yeah, that's you. That's. The Raptors haven't lost a road game in three weeks. I go to the game all excited, sit courtside. They lose. Of course. Of course. He even said, hey, uh, I think the Nets are going to cover tonight. Great spy. Oh, they did. Yeah. Um, I, don't know why you bet, I don't know why you bet them in the first half. Uh, you know, that's your decision. I, yeah, yeah, I can only uh, offer a bet. Uh, yeah, hey, it doesn't matter. I was drinking steel, you gotta do what you gotta steel do. alloy spiked watermelon, bro. Yeah, it sure messed with your brain. Mess with my liver too. That sh- yeah, that shit's strong. Yeah, that's dangerous stuff. Dangerous stuff. If hobos are drinking it regular, you got to think what it's going to do to you. It's funny. I told that story, and lo and behold, Monday morning, man, at the Seven Eleven, there they were. They were drinking that exact stuff. They all drink the grape one, though. There's like a blackberry grape version of it. That must be the uh, the, the one that really lights you up. <laughs> 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 All right, Lou, com is going to step up and in and join us next. And uh, we'll, we'll hang in there, Tom. We'll get back to the college picks. But I'll tell you guys, I like UMass plus the points at Temple tonight. Give me UMass. Give me the Minutemen. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions.
Apollo 2. Game time decisions. Ready for Age Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Maranci. Throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. Uh, we got a lot of tweets uh, coming in here today. A lot of participation. We appreciate it. Um, stay tuned. In a new year, guys, uh, we will be, uh, this show will be going to a video format. It's actually going to be a TV show uh, as well, but um, it'll be video format as well. We're going to have to get Cam, uh, we'll have to get Cam out of the bunker and the uh, the Taliban's uh, hostage room. Uh, yeah, yeah, if exactly. They figure something out. I just told, I, I just, I'll, I'll ask Mike for Christmas. Fantasy shower curtain. Poster right in the back there. Cover yeah, the bullet holes. He needs a backdrop. Yeah, the backdrop, exactly. Curtain, backdrop, whatever you want to call it. Artwork, just with the, with the, with the logo there, right there, right in, right in the back. So you don't have to see the white walls. Uh, just just for the record, um, Hanger says, I'd rather pay more for a proper slice of pizza than the skimpy excuses for cheese that are rampant these days. Shameful. Um, Wiley Coyote uh, says, from expensive uh, cheese pizza scams, to elevator repairman uh, in the same sentence. This show is the best. Uh, Craig Martin checks in, says the Milwaukee Bucks have the best uh, new alternate uh, jersey, or uh, the uh, the earned jersey. Uh, Drusilla raised a good point that I actually thought, too. I wasn't really so sure the earned jersey was the right thing when considering half the league makes the playoffs. Um, but um, are these jerseys really earned if half the league makes the playoffs? And uh, Drew also, very bold. Drew believes as a white guy he could pull off uh, the brown Padres jersey just fine. I actually have a Cleveland Brown jersey that I pull off not badly, but there's something different about the Padre. Yeah, you, you, can't, uh, you, you can't do it. Uh, it's says the he, color. He cherishes, it's, a, it's a different brown. He it's cherishes a different brown his game. old Padres Tony Gwynn jersey. Let's bring in uh, Lou right now from Gamblu.com. What's up, Lou? Yep. Not too much, gentlemen. I got all excited hearing about Cam uh, and fantasies in the shower. I, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, Cam seems to be confused with shower curtains and backdrops. Uh, and uh, what, what a backdrop is. <laughs> what the hell's going curtain. on in that shower? <laughs> you don't want to know, Lou. No, you don't want to know, Lou. You don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know. I'm certain of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to know either. All right, Lou. So when it comes to pizza, uh, I you know you talked. We talked about fried chicken last week, and you said you're a big fan of fried chicken. What about uh, what about pizza, Lou? Are you you eat pizza still often? I, are you kidding me? I'm a Sicilian. I love freaking pizza, man. And I'll tell you what. On on occasion, I will enjoy a slice of the Chicago deep dish. But day in, day out, give me a New York slice and i'm a pepperoni jalapeno guy and we got a couple decent new york uh new yorkers here that can that can hand toss a hell of a pie where and then you know what and i'll tell you the pizza not very good in las vegas um and we were told because it's the water in the dough um and it's just it just it doesn't it's not the same lou and uh, you don't have the same problem in arizona 
you know, uh, just between you, me, and a fence post, that, you know, to me, that's what all the New Yorkers want to say that are all proud of their own crust and everything. Um, <laughs> but I will say, in the desert, Phoenix especially, as well as Las Vegas, there's tremendous amounts of chlorine in our water, and it does taste rancid. I have a water filtration system in my uh, in my house because the water just tastes like, like sewage. So, um there, there could be something to say about that, but you know, to me, you give you give me somebody that's hand tossing some good good dough and and using good quality cheese and ingredients, and I'm going to find a pizza that I can eat. Um, so let, we'll move on from this. But are you are you a pizza snob? So do you have your local places, or you know, will you eat Domino's or Papa John's, or are you like a, a pizza snob? Well, if you put it that way, I'm a pizza snob. I don't eat any chain food. I don't go to McDonald's. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'll go. The only chain I'll go to is what we mentioned last week, and it's that Canes that I uh, sent to you guys via Twitter or a Kentucky Fried Chicken. But you'd never catch me at Applebee's, McDonald's, Burger King. None of those. No way. Especially. We have uh, really, except for the, the Italian cuisine, there's some really excellent Thai, especially Mexican. There's some good barbecue. There's there's really good, diverse food here in Phoenix. Unfortunately, our Italian's quite lacking. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Someone was telling me in Vancouver that's a problem, actually, in, in B.C. Uh, great food in B.C., obviously a lot of great uh, Indian food, Asian food, uh, sushis, etc., but... Uh, you know, I guess the Italians never really moved uh, west. Uh, they settled on the east, Lou. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I don't know what that, you know, there's a lot of Italians in, in, in northern California, obviously, in the wine business and such. Um, but it is an unusual mix because you have uh, a sushi in the Asian community that's heavy in rice and fish. And then you got the Italians that are heavy in pasta and red wine. So I don't know how well those two mingle. Uh, Lou from Gamblue.com with us. All right, Lou. So um, hell of a performance for Max Holloway the other night. You know, there was all the talk about Holloway. Does he he suffering from concussions? Um, You know, does he have a heart problem? Um, Does he have, you know, is he going to be able to make weight after he makes weight? How drained is he? There was a lot of talk about Max Holloway's health going into that fight, but man, that guy Lou is just—he's the definition. He's like a throwback in, of the UFC, in a sense that you know he's not like oh he went to this school and oh he's an NCAA wrestler that or he's uh, you know world jujitsu champion this. He's just—he's the definition of a fighter. He's just a tough ass dude who's a fighter who understands his range. Very, very well. A lot of tall, lankier fighters, for some reason, don't get it. Like, Stefan Struve's a massive dude, yet he fights in a phone booth all the time. It's like, bro, you're seven feet. You know what I mean? If you figure out a range, just kick someone in the head. They'll never be able to get close to you. Max Holloway seems to have really, really mastered the perfect distance, you know, in which he can just pepper your face with jabs, kick you. He can kind of do, do what he wants, and you have to lean into him to punch him. And I tell you, Ortega, Lou, Ortega caught him a couple of times. Ortega got in there, had a couple of nice combos. But Max Holloway is just freaking relentless. And I don't know. I guess the, you know, the demise of his health is uh, greatly exaggerated. 
Yeah, there's so much to say there, and and uh, one of the one of the things, if if listeners kind of want to trace the mind of a gambler, so Tuesday last week, that's all I wrote about was how how could you bet Max Holloway with all of these unknowns? And Wednesday, when you and I and Cam talked last week, I was still voicing a lot of hesitation with Max, stating that I don't know how you can bet him if you don't know what kind of condition he's in. Then I had a very nice conversation with. Uh, my sensei here, who is John Crouch, who's the owner and head head coach of the MMA lab. And we were talking about the fight, and uh, he told me, Lou, do you think I'd let one of my people go into the octagon if I thought they had any kind of effects whatsoever? And that hit me with a light bulb. He's exactly right. Crouch teaches his people and, and regards them as family. And I think a lot of other MMA gyms and organizations do, too. And when he told me that, as commonsensical as it is, and as much as I should have known that already, I wasn't really thinking about that. And based on that information then, and based on the way Max looked at the weigh-ins and how easily he made weight, I then did release him, and I got lucky because the price on him at that point was plus 105. Uh, Max is totally relentless. He's very, very busy, and uh, Ortega is a monster size-wise in that division, and Holloway towered over him. Uh, Ortega's fight plan, in my opinion, let me first start by saying, never have I been more impressed with a fighter in a loss than I was with Ortega. He is tough. He was unrelenting. He hadn't, he'd never wanted to quit. Um, but the plan they sent him in there with was to go strike with a striker. And I, I really question, uh, I, I question their plan. And I think it might be time for Mr. Ortega, or let's say it this way, watch in the next six months if Ortega changes camps or makes some adjustments, because I think he's, I think he's going to. That was a bad plan. Uh, hey, well guys, said. how you doing? Hey, hey, Gabe, sorry, I got disconnected for a sec there. I just want to congratulate Lou on his uh, other pick against Obam Mercier, though. Uh, we hit the dog with that one. That was a good pick. Yeah, Burns uh, he Burns is a dangerous fighter, and I just he, he's better than Obam Mercier in, in every facet of the fight, provided he doesn't get sneezed on and Obam Mercier accidentally, uh, you know, breathes on his chin. Uh, and, and, and Burns is a good, now Burns looks awful impressive. And when we start talking about the fights this week, I'll bring him up because he fought, uh, one of the guys that's going to be in the co-main event as we get up into that one. But thanks, Cam. Always nice to hit a few fights. All right. So you mentioned it, Lou, we got UFC on Fox 31, Lee versus I and Quinta, um, uh, the second time, um, they're fighting. So. Ian Quintus uh, plus two forty five uh, this time, Lou. Kevin Lee minus three oh five. Yeah, how how interesting is this? A rematch. This was Kevin Lee's first pro fight in the UFC, first UFC fight at twenty one years old, uh, coming from you know gymnasiums to fight Iaquinta off a tough show. And at that point in time, Iaquinta opened about two forty, closed almost three hundred. Uh, this is a very, very different fight and a very, very different scenario. I think that Kevin Lee has drastically improved mentally, physically, and in his striking. 
if you watch that first fight, he competed pretty well on the ground and out-wrestled Al, almost choked him out at one point in the fight. Uh, but, he, but he just he just was green as a cucumber and, and got schooled. And, and so I think he's a, a legitimate favorite in this fight. I think he should be every bit of 200 or 250, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but all that being said, let's not discount uh, Ally Aquinta. The guy's tough as a $2 steak. He fights out of the Cerro Longo gym, uh, which is a proud gym and a very, very capable gym. Uh, as I look at this fight, uh, a fight does not go to the distance. Uh, minus 265, fight goes to the distance, plus 185. I don't think Kevin Lee... Uh, has developed his striking so much that he's just going to go out there and overwhelm Al. Now, that's what he's talking about, and that's what he wants to do because Nurmagomedov had to go five long, hard rounds with Al based on a bunch of criteria that means nothing. Uh, so Kevin Lee's motivated to finish him, and there's a lot of hype out in that regard, but I'm not going to overlook Al. And, in fact, depending when I can find a round, I don't see any over-under rounds just yet on the fight. But right now, plus 185, fight goes to the decision, would be my choice if we had to make a bet right now. Lou Gamblu.com uh, uh, with us. Uh, Lou, and I'm, I'm going to see if I can find a total here. Let me just quickly uh, tell him we'll move on to the next fight. Yeah, you're right. No, uh, no, no totals up yet for this card. Um, so you mentioned uh, you were talking about Gilbert Burns, who beat Obama Mercier, um, Dan Hooker beat Gilbert Burns in his last fight. Dan the Hangman Hooker taking on uh, Edson Barbosa. Barbosa on a two-fight losing streak, but before that he was on a nice three-fight win streak against Anthony Pettis, against Gilbert Melendez, against Benil Dariush. If you look at a fight before that when he lost, he lost to Tony Ferguson. I got to tell you, man, Barbosa's a guy that I always sort of felt sorry for in a sense, Lou. They've always thrown him in there with tough dudes. Like, you know, he's never, he's, they, they never made his life easy. They never gave him a tomato can. And as evident, if you look, his last fight against Kevin Lee, his last fight again before that against Khabib, <laughs> right? Like, Edson always fights tough guys, Lou. He's a tough-ass dude. Yeah, and I'm going to say the same thing a little different way, Gabriel. And what I'm going to say is, Edson Barbosa is, is the t- prototypical world-class Brazilian jiu-jitsu badass. He only gets beat by world-class wrestling-based fighters, which, oh, by the way, Kevin Lee could beat Nurmagomedov, and Tony Ferguson happened to be. Uh, but since that Ferguson fight, any other kind of fighter gets dominated by Barbosa's striking. And so it's my opinion that you've got to be a world-class wrestler if you're going to get in there with Barbosa. And Dan Hooker's a lot of things, but he ain't no world-class wrestler. Uh, I think that most people are looking at the fact that Barbosa got beat down by two top, I mean, the n- number one and number four guy in the division. And, you know, they're yep. looking at Hooker, who knocked Burns out, and Burns looked like a world beater. And, and People and, and fight fans got to know, Gil Burns is, is really good and improving, but he has an absolute glass jaw, and Hooker caught him. So Hooker's drinking uh, all the punch of power that he has, 
And let's look who he's beaten since he moved up to lightweight. Ross Pearson, who's almost my age. Mark Casey, who's a pitter-patter, kind of a movement slickster that doesn't want to fight anybody. Jim Miller, that's older than me. And then Gilbert Burns. So I don't want to discount Hooker's competition, but to say he's stepping up in class is a complete understatement. And they have this fight lined incorrectly, in my humble opinion. I think Barboza's a minus 135, 140 in this fight. And uh, you, you can catch him close to even money. Pick him. All right, we'll take a quick break right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Lou from Gamblue.com will stay with us for one more segment. We'll talk a couple of more fights. We'll get into uh, the National Football League as well. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions continues. If you like to wager on sports or never have and want to check it out, head on over to BetDSI. Wagering options for almost every sport you can think of. Uh, utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, reality television. Uh, get an edge uh, with their live uh, betting uh, page over at BetDSI. You can uh, wager. Uh, virtually any time on any game, capitalizing on the in-game circumstances. Uh, check out um, BetDSI this week, and we got a great uh, promo running right now. Use promo code FNTSY100. That's FNTSY100. You sign up over at uh, BetDSI, you get a 100% uh, deposit bonus. So they're going to match. You put 100 bucks in, they'll match it. You'll have 200 bucks to play with. Once you've done that, go over to DailyRoto.com. Go over to the Contact Us page and um, put your BetDSI username. Don't give me your password, too. Uh, otherwise, Corey Parson might start just placing bets under your name. So, like, don't don't give me your password. Just just your username. You give your username, and then uh, Daily Roto is going to give you one month of uh, Daily Roto for uh, for free. To access to all the uh, all the sports tools and optimizers, head on over. Open up your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY100. Get 100% uh, bonus when you sign up. Give uh, DailyRoto.com your username. And then DailyRoto.com is going to give you one month of free access to DailyRoto.com and all the uh, the betting projections, algorithms, optimizers, and uh, and everything else in between. Let's bring in our human optimizer right now, LouGamblu.com. <laughs> Uh, with us. 
<laughs> Human optimizer. I agree with nice. uh, Lou's selections. I like Barbosa in this uh, yeah. in this fight as well. But Lou, I want to get to some NFL as well. But uh, we have an intriguing card here. And is this the last card on Fox? Actually, this is the last card on Fox, and then the last card for the year is the 29th Saturday. Yeah. Uh, which is 232, uh, the return of Johnny Bones Jones. So interesting. But yeah. That's a paper. That's a pay per view. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let, let's wait till like uh, you know, John Jones is an octagon. We can't talk about that fight till it happens. I don't trust him, <laughs> right? Uh, but it should happen. That fight. You're right. Um, okay. So quickly on the on the rest of this card, on the rest of this card, anything else catch your eye? We got Rob Font, Sergio Pettis. I see Sergio Pettis, small dog. Charles Oliveira, another real good fighter. The Bronx uh, in the house, minus 300 against Jim Miller. Um, you got Bronx versus Jersey there. Um, Zach Otto versus Dwight Grant. Uh, Bobby Green and Jakar Close. Uh, interesting card, Lou. Any, anybody, any other of these fights catch your eye? Yeah, I, I think that I don't know what Sergio Pettis did to piss people off at the UFC, but Rob Bott, I think, is going to uh, administer a, a good old-fashioned trip to the woodshed to Sergio. I also think, unfortunately, the same thing for Jim Miller. I don't know what he did wrong. They can't give him a manageable fight. This is a terrible matchup with Charles Oliveira. Now, those guys are, those guys are both favorites, so I, I don't want to get too involved with favorites. I will give you one more that I think is a pretty good value bet. Uh, Drakkar Close works out up at the MMA lab. He's rapidly becoming the face of their gym. He's a leader within the gym. Uh, he should be uh, Bobby Green. There was a day for Bobby Green, but that day is long gone. Yeah. Uh, Close just had a child, okay, six months ago, and his whole world's changed. To say that he's going to show up focused and ready to fight in Milwaukee is a complete understatement he's from michigan uh there's a lot of ways to like close and if you all remember it was just a couple of weeks ago that uncle louis stepped in his own trap by betting newsman in the first side of a parlay play and puke special <laughs> and so i'm gonna take uh close and i'm gonna close out uh Usman at plus two at minus 250 with close at minus 275 and that'll get me almost even money back. All right, last. So, uh, uh, Sorry, Lou. No, go ahead. Uh, Ricard Close. Uh, other than that, the, the, the fight I'm most looking forward to watching is Mearshard and Hermanson in the 185s. That's going to be a hell of a battle. And I'm looking, I'm trying to find reasons to like Mearshard in that fight. And by, and by Saturday, I may have found one. Uh, check me out on the blog, gamblue.com for all the, you know, late decisions and positions. Gamblue.com, Lou's website. You can follow him on Twitter over at Gamblue. I was just going to ask Lou, too, uh, about Zach Cummings and Trevor Smith. Zach Cummings, uh, minus 285 favorite. Is that too high? You know, uh, maybe not. Uh, Cummings coming off a loss, and, you know, I've always liked him. He doesn't look the part, but, uh, you know, Smith is old. Uh, They're... I surely wouldn't play the 270, but I can't take Smith as an underdog with that chin. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to win, but you're right. The number, the number is just uh, too high. So, 
Let's jump into the NFL cam uh, with Lou. We got that Thursday nighter tomorrow to kick kick things off. Big Thursday night game. I, I yeah, and I, I'll tell you guys like I don't know Lou. I I, I jumped on this one early. Uh, with three and a half for the Chargers. Now we're hearing that uh, Hunt's banged up. The Chargers got problems too with uh, Eckler. And, uh, but they say, hey, you know what I mean? They, they mean, might have the mean, running back back. You mean where's what? banged up? Yeah, yeah, Hunt, yeah. Hunt, yeah Hunt's, no. Hunt's not there because he banged somebody else up. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm talking Tyreek Hill, Gabe. Yeah, and Gordon says he might play for the Chargers. Uh, but I like what I saw out of Jackson. Eckler's banged up. A lot of key injuries going to this one, Lou. But the hook, the hook with the Chargers three and a half. That's what I'm looking at, Lou. What are you looking at? I think the Chargers can win this game outright. I've already bet it. I'm locked in. I already bet it as soon as it opened. Uh, Thursday games are easy this time of year because you can get relatively substantial and decent weather reports. Not only is it going to be colder than blue hell there, it's going to be very, very windy. And now you've got two teams on a short week, divisional matchup. They know each other well in a, grudge, in a tight grudge match where – Kansas City went to L.A. and beat L.A. earlier in the game. Uh, I took the under at 55 and a half, and I was pissed I didn't get the 56. It's down to 53, 53 and a half. There is no way this game's going over. Under. No way. Keep keep digging. Yeah, you know, no way. Wow. No way, no You know what? Let's rephrase that. Let me ask you, though. Okay, so I was just going to say, I wanted to ask you, though. If both teams don't have running backs, doesn't that lead to a hell of a lot more passing in this game tomorrow? Not with not with the wind. And let's also re- realize Tyreek Hill has a foot, okay? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Mahomes and, and, and Phil Rivers – uh, are strong-arm quarterbacks, but that wind is real. And I, I just feel that things are going to get real conservative here. We're going to see a lot of that rookie running back for San Diego. Forget about Gordon playing. He's not going to get close to the field. And I also think with Ware, uh, Ware didn't even practice today. So uh, you've got some concerns with running back in Kansas City, but I don't think that that's going to turn it into a passing free-for-all. I think it's just going to turn the game into a complete and total ugly, just terribly ugly game. I, I look for, you know, I, I look for this thing to be something that looks like, you know, 24-21 tops. It is expected to rain uh, on Thursday as well. Although it won't be too cold. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how windy it is. 15-mile-an-hour winds. Um, you know, Kansas yeah, City... Yeah, 15-mile-an-hour Go ahead, Gabe. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, Kansas City have beaten these guys nine nine years in a row. Or I should say nine times in a row. So they've, they've, they've owned them. But what are you going to say, Lou? 15-mile-an-hour wins what? Yeah. 50-mile-an-hour wins when it's 30, 38 means it's it's going to feel like it's 19 or 20 to all those California boys. Uh, I just I, I see it a totally atypical game from what that – that uh, total is indicating. And if you look at the total at Pinnacle, it opened 56 at Pinnacle, and it's 53. Smart guys bet at Pinnacle, and they bet early. And I, I agree with the way that line's going, and I'm happy with the two-and-a-half-point edge I have currently on the market, or two points, depending where you're shopping. Yeah, I, I don't know, Gabe. But we thought we thought there was going to be scoring in the Seattle Minnesota game. That was a train wreck. I don't know what to do with these totals in the game. 
I'm, I'm just on the Chargers. Lou, what are we going to do with the... Uh, there's a lot of weird, weird games on the board. I want to start with Indianapolis and Dallas. And it's interesting to see the Colts minus two and a half in this football game. And we saw Gabe did well with his DFS with Amari Cooper. He's been lighting it up. And uh, Dallas is glad they gave up the first rounder for them because he saved its season. But now they're dogs in Indianapolis. What do you make of this game? This should be a great one. Indianapolis on the fast carpet taking on the Cowboys. Yeah, Indianapolis on the fast carpet off a nice big division win. Uh, the one thing that I look here is, is how, how much uh, credence are they given to that division win? A week ago, the look-ahead line on this game is pick em. Now you can get Dallas with a full field goal. That That's just way too much overreaction for me. And while I'm not ready to proclaim Dallas as world beaters, uh, I, I, see, I see this as another ugly, mauling game. I mean, if this was, if, if this was you know, Indy and the Chargers or Indy and Kansas City, we'd see 58s and 59s, but why is it 47? Well, it's because it's Dallas, and Dallas is going to run the ball on that modest uh, run defense for Indianapolis and try and keep Andrew Luck off the field. Uh, I, I like Dallas here. Five, get two, get good. Five two and wins and five That's covers good. in a row. What do you think, Moretzi? What do you, you, you Indy, Indy's tough at home. Dallas has been better at home, but uh, that's a tough game. Man. 47, even with Dallas, seems low to me. They Because they'll be able to score on the Colts' defense, don't you think? I, over, you. you know, eight-minute drives. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Seattle did, Lou, on the Monday night game, too. That, like, we, Gabe and I were talking about that. It was, like, when you see Carson running, tick, 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 and the defense, it's it's tough. Seattle and Dallas play that style. They can have eight, nine-minute drives, and sometimes for uh, three points or zero points, but, I don't know, 47 looks low in a Colts-Cowboys uh, game, guys. That's just my opinion. That Eagles-Cowboys game was sailing under the number all game. It was. <laughs> it's amazing how it just opened up in the fashion that it did. True. That's why That's why you got to bet those halftime totals. You, you, you know, you get a nice high total, uh, and in the first half you watch two teams put up 13, and then they give you a, a, an overcompensated low second-half total. you got to believe the opening line, then come back over on the over. And we won't get involved in live betting or halftime betting too much, but I'm pretty active in that. Um, yeah. What do you make of your Chilling. Chicago Bears, Lou? Um, Bears. Roll reversal. They're hot, Gabe. They're hot. Roll reversal. Yeah. Now the Bears are favored against the Packers. It's always been for years the Packers owning the Bears. Yeah, it has. Again, division game, hatred here. I, 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 Green Bay's woes are substantial, but they could sure be cured by a, a win on the road. This is their first of two on the road. Uh, this could maybe salvage their season. Chicago nine and four against the spread, and a plus thirteen turnover margin. Everything's going right for Chicago. They just got off this big, huge emotional Monday night game against the Rams, and now you're telling me that they're only going to give Green Bay like five and a half or so. Something. Actually, I'm seeing sixes. Something really smells. The way I would take this is I'm going to wait as long as I can, see if I can get that hook on the six or if the public even pushes it higher. Uh, I don't plan on betting this game, but I'd have to take Green Bay if I did. Hey, before we get you out of here, Lou, we always appreciate your time. You can find Lou over at Gamblue.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gamblue as well. 
we're at the time of the year now where there's uh, Saturday games. Uh, so we got two games on Saturday. Um, we got the the Texans and the Jets. Texans are six point uh, favorites, and then we got uh, Cleveland and uh, Denver. Denver uh, minus three point favorites against the Cleveland Browns. Denver, look at headline last week minus six. So they go and they who was it? And they won. No, Oakland beat Pittsburgh somewhere. Denver spit up on themselves last week like That's a bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah, at San yeah. Fran, right now. Now they come home, and they're not giving six to Cleveland anymore. They're only giving three, three and a half, and everybody and their mamas believe in Cleveland's going to run out. I'll take the value and take uh, Denver at home in a nice cold game, even though that doesn't affect the Browns. Uh, I think Denver's the value here. Before we let you go, Lou, i got to tell you something, guys. This Miami-Minnesota game, people are jumping through the window and pounding Miami in this spot. This line, I saw eight and a half on my book before, eight, eight and a half. It's down to six and a half. People saw Cousins, you talk about throwing up all over himself, that whole Vikings team. Coordinator fired, now laying under a touchdown, and people thinking Miami's great because they beat New England on a trick play. Does Minnesota go in there and smoke these guys, Lou? Yeah, you know, uh, Miami on that play, uh, went to seven and six, and I had the over six in season win totals. What a great way to win a, a season win total! Listen, uh, everybody's everybody's quit and not believing in Miami, but Miami believes in Miami, and Minnesota. Yeah, uh, you know, cousin looked bad, and they, and they fired DiFilippo, and they got a they're circling the wagons in Minnesota, but I, I, I agree with the with the movement of the line. That I, I'm not, I'm not taking Minnesota and giving seven points to anybody with Minnesota. Very, very hard to trust the Vikings uh, as favorites. True. Uh, now, right if you now. want, Cam, sorry, Gabe, Cam, if you wanted to, you know, if you really feel good about that one, to me, the tool I would use is the tease and just take Minnesota down. So if they win a a two point game on a field goal, yeah. you're a winner. Yeah, I like that call, Lou. And finally, in closing, Lou, we got the Patriots and the Steelers. Um, oh, Patriots boy. one and a half Woo-hoo. point road favorites uh, at uh, at Pittsburgh. Yeah, you need to find out who's playing. Connor's status means something. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh manages to blow these games simply because Bill Belichick is so much better than than Tomlin is. And and yeah, I Belichick don't want to rush, Tomlin. but I will. I, I, I will. I just will say, New Orleans. On Monday night, this is their third road game in a row in division rival Carolina, and they're given, you know, six and a half points. Uh, about the best one I can give the listeners today is Carolina. It's the best I got this week. Love them. And it's buying in. You're buying in the stock right now when it's low because people have given up on Carolina. Carolina is still in the playoff picture because the Minnesota Vikings are real vulnerable right now. As you stated, guys, I mean, there's no guarantees they're even going to beat the Miami Dolphins. It's hard to believe as bad as Carolina's been. Actually, they haven't been bad. They're just not winning games. It's, it's very strange. Uh, they keep out yarding their, their, their opponents, but they don't finish it off. Check out Lou over at Gamblu.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Gamblu. Lou, it's always a pleasure, man. Thanks for the time. Thank you, guys, and good luck to everybody. Lou. Take care, Lee. Lou. Game time and continues. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. No sleep. I might be going back to Brooklyn this Friday since they roped us into uh, bidding for a bunch of tickets that we were trying to get LeBron and Laker tickets for. You know, Cam, they had like a bunch of envelopes and stuff. It really was like deal or no deal. And for some reason, Riggs and Corey were like, you you, you pick the envelope. So I was like, all right, I'll pick this one. So basically, I don't know, dude. I was freaking hammered. But it was a real good deal. Like, it was like really good seats for like, you know, 50 bucks a ticket. There's two tickets in the envelope. That was it. It was like 100 bucks an envelope. Two tickets in the envelope. And one of the one of the envelopes had L.A. Laker tickets. One of the envelopes had Phoenix Suns tickets. And oh God! One of the envelopes had the Washington <laughs> Wizards. Oh, brutal! Yeah, so I got the Wizards. Uh, and, uh, I think I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Gabe. I think that's actually the worst one of them all. Because at least with Phoenix, you see Aiden. Yeah. yeah, like eight high-scoring games. That that's going to kill them yeah, exactly. The, the Wizards is like the worst because you know that team from your days in Toronto. You know they played them in the playoffs a few times. Like it's kind of like meh. You know I'd rather see Phoenix. Wow, that really sucks. Deal or no deal. It's like you went on the uh, you know the Price is Right or, or what's that show with Dwayne Brady that uh, you know let's make a deal. Yeah, and you got like is, uh, zonked. I didn't want to go back this Friday. I went. You know what I mean? It was like I was wasting. Oh yeah, okay. It was sort of like that time <laughs> you and I bought the Notre Dame tickets and bid on the Notre Dame tickets at the the auction. And I remember waking up in the morning thinking, I'm not going to Notre Dame. <laughs> like, I don't know why I bought these. Like, what was I thinking? We barely we, we barely made it to Mike Dicka's resort, let alone go, going to a football game. Fortunately. How the hell would we have got there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, like, uh, I got stuck with, like, a Notre Dame gear and stuff. Like, I was a disaster that night trying to support the cause. Um, so, very similar situation. But thing is... We were drunk and we're gamblers. So Riggs then busted out a hundred bucks. He's like, do it again. So we did it again. We got the wizards again. (laughs) 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 No, you can't make it up. Like I even like spun the thing around. I took this other envelope. I took, (laughs) I put it back. I I took, I was like, no, wait, wait. Uh, uh." I took it again. Got the Wizards again. So I'm not even sure. If Riggs is doing it again right now, he's got the tickets. Three times? I was lit up. Three, three times or three times or two times? Two times. So you did it twice. Yeah, you I, the think, I think and, we have uh, four tickets to the Wizards game this Friday. Are you going? Well, I don't know. We can't sell them. It's not like, you know what I mean? You put these on StubHub, no one's going to want to buy Wizards and Nets tickets on a Friday night. No, no, that's not a real uh, great attraction there. 
I don't see people lining up. Man, I really want to go see the see the Wizards and Nets Yeah, I don't know what you do. Yeah, people are dying to see Sadoransky play. <laughs> you should have put up a, a Sadoransky sign. Kelly Oubre Jr. Like, how many Kelly Oubre Jr. fans are there in New York? It's got to be a few. There's probably a couple of chicks that want to bang Kelly Oubre Jr. I'm sure there'll be a couple of groupies that'll go down. I don't know. The, the Nets should be able to beat them at least. We can bet on the Nets. And all right, let's uh, let's get Matt on. He called earlier. We appreciate his patience. All right, Yang's just dealing hey, with another, another caller right now. Hey, what's up? Oh, oh there he is. What's what's up, Matt? Hey. How, how you doing, man? Hey, question. I'm, I'm all I'm all screwed up, man. I need to know about a running back situation. I got five different running backs. I got Justin Jackson and Damian Williams. I don't know if they're gonna play. I'm gonna see if they're gonna play. Pending they play, what do I do? I have Ingram, Coleman. Uh, I have Sonny Mitchell, and then I got uh, Damian Williams. I got Justin Jackson. All right, I hate when oh, people God. have a lot yeah. of them. All right, repeat. Uh, that so is you, a lot. You said you have. Sorry, uh, buddy, you said yeah. You said you got Tevin Coleman. Okay. I got Ingram. I got Ingram. I got Coleman. I got Sonny Mitchell or Sonny Mitchell, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jackson and Damian Williams. So pending pending Justin Jackson plays and Damian Williams plays, what do I do with those five RBs? I got I only got two spots, right? So. I would go. You got to go. Uh, I go Tevin Jackson. Coleman. You go Coleman. Yeah, uh, Tevin Coleman Jackson. Well, I'm going Ingram. I'm, I'm giving you right now. I'm giving you like the uh, the daily roto. I'm sharing the projections with you. So this is the inside stuff. This is you know this is like the the algorithms and the projections. And the highest out of all the other running backs you just mentioned, you know Jackson's intriguing actually. And that, that's the Thursday yeah, night. Really Jackson's intriguing just because, man, it's going well, to be a it's lot, funny what, lot what, of volume. what Dan Blue talked about, right? Because Gordon, if, if there is going to be conditions in that game, guys, right, and Eckler's banged up, it has to be Gordon. Like he, he, sorry, it has to be Jackson. He's the main yeah. guy. And you saw and you saw what he did in that game. He was good. The Chargers can't screw around with Gordon. Like, they're, gonna, they're going to the playoffs, and they're going to need Melvin Gordon to do some things. You know what I mean? He's going to have to be that guy to help Philip Rivers. I know Rivers and uh, Keenan Allen got a great relationship, but hell, they got really no tight end. Like they need they need a solid running game. They can't have Gordon banged up. We're late into the season now, Gabe. I think Jackson's an X factor. Like I think I think I would make him one of the guys. That's, that's my is. opinion. I don't know, Maranci. It's tough. Though. I don't know. Really I'll tell you what. Teams are unpredictable. They didn't. They didn't fly. They didn't fly. Melvin Gordon didn't go to Kansas City for nothing. You know, that's the one thing. You know what I mean? If he really wasn't going to play, why would they fly him there? Is it, what, to just get in the Chiefs' head? I don't know. But I'll tell you right now, as I stated, looking at the numbers uh, here, uh, Tevin Coleman and Sonny Michelle, out of all the running backs that you mentioned, Tevin Coleman and Sonny Michelle are the highest ranked. And much more. Okay. Like, to put it in context. What about Damian? What do you guys think about Damian Williams? No, probably not, or what? No, he doesn't. Uh, no, 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 not not. Nah. Then yeah. you roll. You're taking a chance unless you got you got a gut instinct. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny, oh. Michelle, Tavin Coleman. Okay, boys, thank you very much. Eh? Hey, thanks, man. It, yeah, those are that's that, that 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 wasn't an easy list there. Yeah, that was tough. Like that's <laughs> that's like picking picking hairs right there. That was very very tough. Like there's no definitive out of that list. There's no guys you can say. Gotta start these guys. No, these well, guys. there That's is, there isn't, there very isn't. Tough. I mean, that Atlanta Arizona game, you figure there's going to be some points. Um, um, you know, Freeman out, Coleman gets a lot of opportunity. 
Um, listen, I'll tell you what. Tevin Coleman's projected to score 13.39 points this week. Sonny Michelle is projected to score 11.43. Jackson's projected to score 8 tomorrow. Right? I mean, so, you know, if you believe in a computer, you go with your gut in this stuff, right? I mean, a computer isn't always right. Uh, What's Damian Williams? Damian Williams? Williams? Yeah, uh, Damian Williams. Yeah, the thing is, Spencer wears Spencer wears out, so Let's he see. actually might, maybe that's not so crazy. I know people always He'll jump. People always jump on players because ooh, they're in. It doesn't automatically mean they're good. That's uh, true. All right, uh, but they don't have a running game. All right, let's see. Williams, Williams, Williams. Ooh, yeah. Did he? Does he yeah. have? Does he have Damian Williams on his team? Yes, he does. Yeah, we were just. I was just thinking about it. The more because Spencer wears banged up too. Oh Green yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Anymore. Damian it has to be Williams. Now. Damian Williams sorry, projected Jack, put up fourteen our, points. Yeah. So the caller, that's the thing. I just started thinking about that. Going, yeah. So like, it would be Tevin now. They, there's not even Tevin, a question. Tevin Coleman and Damian Williams. Then that's yes. a good call. Was Spencer wearing now out as well? I didn't realize he had Damian Williams. That's why I hate. I, I, yeah. I can't no. Yeah. Name, he like said, ten yeah. players, that, man. I know he did. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, kind of cracked. The call was. I don't have a pen. Was crackling in and out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a pen. I guess that's right. what they feel when I get my DFS hockey lineup. I know, I know. So yeah, no, no. Damian Williams and Tevin Coleman. Damian Williams and Tevin yeah. Coleman. And if for some reason you're uncomfortable with Tevin Coleman, but yeah, Cam's right. You got to go with Damian Williams, Matt. Damian Williams. And if you're uncomfortable with Coleman, then go Sonny Michelle. But uh, I'd go Coleman. And uh, and Williams. All right, our boy Riggs uh, checks in here. And, Riggs. Uh, Riggs. I think Riggs is a little more sober than I was, so he can remember what happened. What's the deal, Riggs? Like, how, how um, many tickets do we have to the wow. Wizards on Friday? You know what? You were talking about the biggest scam in the world. I, I don't know about you. Have you got an email from this girl from the Barclays Center about our tickets for Friday? Let me check my email. Is that my junk mail? <laughs> I, I just got an email, and they're for... I got an email that said Ariana Grande, whatever her name is. <laughs> That's it. Ariana oh. Grande tickets. <laughs> wow, you guys got Ariana Grande tickets? You could sell those. No, no, no. no. They, the they, they're offering them to us. I think it's oh. the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, 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 Gabe told me you got you, you got both them. Yeah, no, no. They, they, like, I sorted Ariana no, Grande. No, no, no. Aren't we? Didn't well, they, didn't? I remember you pulled out the we pulled out the Washington Wizard logo out of it. Was it their tickets or was it just it a card? Just the logo of the Washington Wizard. And then she says, "I'll email you the tickets." And I said, "Do we take anything back with us?" And she's like, "I'll email you." Yeah, <laughs> well, we were. We're three kids in a win, so we didn't care by that point. Oh yeah, Marcy was gassed. Like, right th- no, my favorite part of that show was uh, you two talk to each other. I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> you, t- you, yeah, go talk to each other, Cam. I got to take a piss. So that game's seven thirty on Friday night. You guys are going back to back. You're going back to Brooklyn. No, no, Friday it's better night. if we don't yeah, have. Maybe it. this is a true. Well, it's better it's if, we, if we now. don't have the tickets now. Uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's going to be a bit much if to go back. I right? got an email. If we have if to go back, it, we'll go back. But yeah, is there any sort of documentation? How do we get out of it? We pay cash. <laughs> Oh, good point, Riggs. How oh, much you, you we get money up front? Two hundred bucks. Oh God! Yeah, you paid a hundred dollars and you got two tickets, and Port Gabe pulled 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 them, and which I don't care what game we go to because we always have fun. Wow! So we do have four tickets, but are they sending them to us? How's this work now? I I that's the I didn't know she she took your email and she took my email. 
And I have no email besides that one. I see Marenzi's email before. He gets like 600 at a time, Riggs. It's hard to decipher. You know what I'm saying? He's on a lot of different Just lists. Type, type Barclays at the top. I know. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck finding it, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what to do. You guys are net super Carolina. fans. You're net super. I like I Carolina, Carolina too, Riggs. I'm looking I, I'm right I'm now. Yeah. points yeah. of Carolina too. Especially if you can get seven. Like, if it's six and a half, I'm going to buy the half point, too. Yeah, what kind, of, what, cool, kind of, what, kind of, what kind of scam they're running down there in Brooklyn, anyways? That's, that, but I don't even that, know I don't even know if these people work for the Nets here. there, Riggs. I think we just got shooken down by people in the hallway. Yeah, you guys got you guys got shook down like those fake credit cards. Hey, you want a towel? Like yeah. The, the, these tickets might be, they might be like the Simpsons. They might be on crackers. My whole deal is, those I Super know, Bowl I tickets. My whole deal is, I wonder, like, how many envelopes, like, were there really late tickets in any of those envelopes, too? I know. Great point. They're all wizard tickets. Yeah, wizards or suns. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'd rather go see the suns. But yeah, you got. You so I'm on my way to the duel right now. Oh, you nice. are, huh? Yeah. You you all set for the night? Lay, laying it down, huh? Yeah, I'll be all right tonight. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'm gonna go there tomorrow okay. afternoon, though. Actually. Yeah, I'm I'll done. be there. I, he did pretty good last night, Riggs, on on uh, the inputters account. So I guess uh, tomorrow yeah. night will be re- t- t- tonight it will be uh, like bytes and terabytes on the computer, and tomorrow will be real paper tickets with you, Riggs. I was listening. I was listening. I think he did real well last night. Yeah, I went three and one last yeah, night. Yeah, my one night. my one loss was the Blazers. I had a plus six and a half. They lost by eight, so I was right in that game. Oh, I got the seven. I got the seven. Yeah, but what did they lose? They lost by eight, though, right? Seven. It was seven, huh? I saw yeah, two different. Remember, they were. They I was were watching the game. Going in the oh, quarter. I know. I was watching the game, and I didn't buy a half a point. I don't make the inputters start buying half points. I think it's cost me like ten times already, too. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Those half points will I'm kill you. To, I'm trying to find me a lock on my way here now. I think I like this one hockey game tonight. The Penguins. I gotta tell you, Riggs, be careful with that Penguins game tonight. Even though. Uh, yeah, I was actually no, no. It's just one of those things. They won. They barely beat the Islanders the last game on the road. They won on a shootout. It was their dad's trip thing. They won two to one against them. They didn't look very good in doing so. Chicago is horrible now, but they're coming off a loss to the Jets at home to get against Pittsburgh. Crosby's going to be motivated. The only thing, Pittsburgh, you're not like laying twenty cents, Riggs. I think that line's like a buck eighty, a buck ninety. Like it's something crazy in that game. But you wow. know what I do like? I like the over. I- because Chicago, yeah, Chicago, like yeah, I could, I could see like a five-four type of game. I wouldn't even be surprised if Chicago won. I'm not betting, I'm not betting them because they're really struggling, but they're going to win eventually. And uh, if DeSmith starts in net for Pittsburgh, he did, did good against the Islanders, but Pittsburgh's goaltending's inconsistent, and Chicago's goaltending's probably the shittiest in the league. I think we can get uh, over six, six or more goals for sure. I'm telling. I think uh, I'm looking at the uh, the UMass. Uh, I'm looking at UMass plus the ten tonight. Uh, Riggs against Temple. Yeah, yeah, I heard that earlier. I think we got a live dog there. Yeah, I heard that earlier. And I got to take I our boys. Like we were all on pen, Bro- pen last night. That was a great one. Brooklyn Nuts. We're gonna take our crew. That- <laughs> yeah, you guys are. On, yeah, you guys are. You guys are Brooklyn super fans now. Support the team. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Jersey. Me and Corey were talking about that. Actually, they don't have any celebrity fans. Like me and Corey want to be the celebrity fans courtside. Nice. Jay Z yeah, well, was a celebrity fan, but Jay Z's like a co-owner of the Hornets now or something. Yeah, yeah, like he's not—he's not with <laughs> the Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, yeah, Jay-Z's with the Hornets. Yeah, yeah, Jay-Z doesn't own a piece of the Nets anymore. He ain't there he, anymore. He, he jumped ship. He you, jumped you and Corey won't nope. jump ship. No, Loyalty. No. Loyalty. The, Ru- the, Ru- the Russian mafia owns it now. Exactly. Yeah, you guys are friends with them. Just, uh, just ask them. Hey, you, show up, your guys. you show up wearing a MAGA hat. You well, get two tickets for one price. Or two for one price. Not, <laughs> you know, oh, you will show up with a Trump really T-shirt. When, when we got Gabe walking out of the Barclays Center after the net that night. Yeah, well, I, I, I've been there before, Riggs. I've been with Morenzi at a lot of events. Usually the oh. event you go to is the home team, and he screws them, and there's a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of F-words to the well, local well, team. The We've Toronto, been there. We both had. We both had a lot of wood on that game, obviously. Yeah, was, for sure. Was I know. I was, was watching that, I was watching that game with my chick going, God, I hope they come back in the first half. <laughs> I, I, I felt bad for you guys. But, Lee, hey, the Nets covered. Nope, like, nope. Game, we talked about it. They, that was a lot of points. Raptors weren't in a good spot. Raptors are winning, but they're not covering. Like, they, they smoked the Clippers last night, but now they're a great team and everyone knows them. They're a hard team to bet on. Yeah, Their spreads I, are too big. I think the problem was is Gabe thought he was back in Canada because the people in front of us were from Canada. Yeah, it was, we were surrounded by Raptor fans. Really? Yeah, and then uh, the people to the right were from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah interna- international crowds. The only people that go to Brooklyn oh, Net games, people, people like from visiting. Yeah, you can't even meet somebody from Brooklyn. You're hanging out with Canadians and Aussies? Weird. Yeah, this couple came all the oh, way from yeah. Newfoundland too. They weren't happy with the Raptors' performance. Yeah, no, do, no, do to boot it. Yeah, that's tough. You fly from Newfoundland to of, watch them lose. Oh God! No, they didn't have the they didn't have the access of, of Gabe trying to go on the court. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You know, Corey told me about that after. You tried to go. You tried to go on the court. Wow. Oh, I have that, it. That watermelon drink really got you fired up, Marenzi. It was, it was hat. It, it was it was a um, timeout. He wanted to go talk to this guy. Yeah, yeah. And Corey told me he goes, he <laughs> goes. As soon chat. as you got up, like security saw you and casually walked at the yeah. same oh. pace and like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll send you the video, Gabe. Thanks, Riggs. <laughs> All right, good, good night, luck, guys. Good night, Riggs. Good See you, Cam. Bye, Gabe. Riggs. Yeah, I, I didn't try to go on a court. I was just trying to go talk to the team. You know. Yeah, yeah. Time for a pep talk. Cover, cover, cover.